Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Monday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. The topic is The Importance of Giving Good Example. Part 1. People who are susceptible to bad example. Scandal. Today's Gospel contains some of the strongest words ever uttered by our Lord. Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to him by whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea than that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. He concludes with this warning, take heed to yourselves. St. Matthew provides the setting for these words. The apostles had been importuning our Lord to say who would be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Jesus called a child to his side so as to emphasize his teaching. Unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. As Jesus looked upon this little one, he must have had in mind many others who would lose their innocence as a result of scandal. It seems as if our Lord was revealing the burden of this weight to his disciples in these words, Take heed to yourselves. To give scandal is to be responsible for another's failure or spiritual ruin by one's words, acts, or omissions. When Jesus speaks of these little ones, he has in mind all children— In their innocence, they reflect the image and likeness of God. Yet Jesus was also thinking of the many, many people who, for one reason or another, are especially liable to be affected by bad example. Few sins are as serious as these, since they tend to undermine the greatest work of God, which is the redemption of souls. They kill the soul by alienating it from the life of grace, something which is more valuable than physical life. Scandal provokes a multitude of sins. How precious must man be in the eyes of the Creator, if he gained so great a Redeemer, and if God gave his only Son, in order that man should not perish, but have eternal life. We can never lose sight of the inestimable value of each person. Christ has died for each and every one. In the words of St. Jose Maria, For every soul is a wonderful treasure. Every man is unique and irreplaceable. Every single person is worth all the blood of Christ. Part 2 we have to give good example to the people around us. Following the Master's lead, St. Paul asked the first Christians to avoid giving scandal, particularly to those who will have had little formation. Only take care, lest this liberty of yours somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. 
We exercise a great influence on those among whom we live. We have to give good example to the people around us. The Lord preached His doctrine fearlessly, even though He knew the Pharisees would take offense. This was a case of false scandal. It arises when people are not willing to accept the truth and look for contradictions or excuses instead. We are familiar with this behavior in our own day. People pretend to be scandalized because a couple has many children, because they are happy with what God has given them, because they have chosen to live their Christian vocation to the full. A faithful Christian will find that his behavior is frequently at odds with a pagan environment. He or she will scandalize many people. St. Peter recognized this clash of values when he described Christ using words from the prophet Isaiah, a stone that will make men stumble, a rock that will make them fall. This was also Simeon's prophecy to the Blessed Virgin. We should not be surprised if the same thing happens to us. Nevertheless, we should try as much as possible to practice charity with other people. We should not seek out confrontation. Let us remember that the Lord sent Peter to pay the temple tribute, even though he was not obliged to do so. Jesus did not want to shock the tax collectors who considered the Lord an exemplary Jew. We will never be lacking in opportunities to imitate the Master in this regard. Again from St. Jose Maria. I don't doubt your good intentions. I know you act in the presence of God. But, and there is a but, your actions are witnessed or may be witnessed by men who judge by human standards, and you must set a good example for them. Scandal becomes especially deleterious when it emanates from people who enjoy a certain measure of public authority or prestige, parents, teachers, government officials, writers, artists, and from anyone who has responsibility for forming others. St. John of Avila has commented on this sad state of affairs. If the simple folk live in a lukewarm state, the situation is regrettable. They hurt themselves, but a remedy is possible. If, however, it is the teachers who are lukewarm, then the Lord's warning must be considered. Woe to him by whom they come! Great harm can come from their lukewarmness, because it will easily spread to others and dampen their spiritual fervor. The Lord wants us to be aware of the good and the evil we can do by the words we speak. Again from St. Jose Maria, Can you know what damage you do throwing stones with your eyes blindfolded? Neither do you know, because you're blinded by thoughtlessness or passion, the harm you produce, at times very great, dropping uncharitable comments that to you seem trifling. The person who is responsible for scandal has the obligation to repair the damage he has done. This obligation is one of charity, and at times one of justice. Public scandal calls for public reparation, 
and because it is typically impossible to make sufficient reparation, there remains the obligation of further prayer and penance. A contrite soul will always find the most charitable way to repair the damage done. This gospel passage should move us to say to the Lord, Forgive me, Jesus, if I have ever given scandal to your little ones, even without knowing it. We can ask for pardon for these hidden sins in confession. Then we must resolve to be more prudent in response to the Lord's warning. Take heed to yourselves. Part 3. Our Obligation to Make Reparation for the Many Offenses Against God Our conduct should lead people to say what was said of our Lord. He went about doing good. Let us fill our life with works of charity and mercy. Normally, these works will consist of very tiny details, making an effort to smile, to give encouragement, cheerfully assisting our colleagues at work, forgiving and forgetting the mistakes of our neighbors. This behavior is a real testimony we can give to the world. It is by our charity that people will recognize us as disciples of Christ. We may also see this charity as a measure of our union with God. Scandal damages and destroys. Charity, on the other hand, builds up and heals. Charity is the path that leads to the Lord. Our good example provides a worthy antidote to the evil that many people disseminate in this life, sometimes without even being aware of it. Our good example will prepare the ground for a most fertile apostolate. Let us never lose sight of the fact that our Lord has promised His effectiveness to friendly faces, to cordiality, to good manners, and to clear, persuasive words, which direct and form without wounding. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. We should never forget that we are men and women relating to other men and women, even when we want to do good to souls. We are not angels. Therefore, our appearance, our smile, our manners, are factors which condition the effectiveness of our apostolate. While scandal tends to alienate souls from God, charity inspires souls to seek the gates of heaven. St. Teresa has observed, I think he, God, prizes one soul, which by his mercy and through our diligence and prayer, we may have gained for him more than all the other services we can render him. Let us never be indifferent in the face of evil. We have to respond to moral sickness with a spiritual remedy, with many acts of reparation to the Lord and a renewed dedication in the apostolate. The greater the evil may be, the greater should be our desire to sow good seed. Let us never forget to pray for those poor souls who exercise a bad influence on others. We should also pray for the many souls who become alienated from God as a result of a negative conversation, a certain book or article, or a bad television program. The Lord will hear our prayer, and our Blessed Lady will obtain special graces for these intentions. 
When we meet our Lord at the end of our life, we will find that these acts of reparation have built up a great treasure for us in heaven. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.